last time on Dice Funk. We are the solution to the illithid food crisis. Because I invent the first integrated hive mind. Oh. All right, so Sasha, you run up and try to hug Courage to defuse this? Uh-huh. The spear is through the bird. The spear is through the bird, yeah. Spear is through the... That's... It's not about whether or not we can beat you. We don't want to because we love you. You idiot. <laughs> We're being labeled terrorist, which we don't think is necessarily fair. And we want to know if you can do anything to help fight our corner while we tell you how to stop Illithids eating people's brains. I'll put a press bulletin out in your favor immediately. The bastards are the best. Cassius is going to bring about the end of everything. I can't tell you what the Rygar said to him. I can't tell you that the Rygar are being held prisoner at a facility at these coordinates that I'm sending over. I can't tell you that if you can get the information out of them, you can follow wherever Cassius has gone. And I can't tell you what the passcodes are that I'm also sending over. I can't tell you any of this, so I feel like you probably should stop calling me. Ah, oh, gotcha. Wink, wink. David, she can't tell us anything. This toll was worthless. <laughs> <laughs> Give you like a fancy penis, like, oh, yes, penis. This is a wonderful, wonderful penis. I'll give you that. As opposed to a working class penis. Oh, nice. Well, then penis is in it. That's a rough man's penis, right? Yeah. What about a cartoonish penis? <laughs> penis. <laughs> I think <laughs> Akira closes her, her, <laughs> Akira flips over the clipboards, like, all right, I think this uh, therapy position went well. <laughs> I'm part of the crew now. I was ousted from Gloria for ruining too many office equipments. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, someone put respect in the escape pod and fire him off into space. So we get rid of him. Oh, cool. What's this black box here doing? So, yeah, we all had a lot of feelings last week. And now and now we're all here. That's the show, basically. <laughs> yeah, we have a bunch of feelings. And then we show up to tell to talk about penis. Because none of us want to address our feelings, which I, I feel like is a pretty good microcosm for what that therapy session probably was after everything goes down, is everyone just saying penis jokes because they don't want to think about feelings. So who wants to level up first? I do. Okay. Because it means it means I get to sleep, you know, if I need to. Let's get out <laughs> okay. of the way. <laughs> Tell us about your uh, final level up, Captain ah, Novak. Well, I... I, I should have been prepared. I don't actually have it ready in front of me. Here we go. Um, <laughs> I can't believe this. Uh, level nine. It's the last level that I get to be in this campaign, unless I accidentally drink some some juice from Babish that levels me up or something. But uh, my maximum HP has increased. I now have 59 HP, just 10 shy of the magic mark. Oh, well. Um, my proficiency bonus increased again. That's great. I got two third level spell slots. 
that means I'm not getting any fourth level and I won't ever get to cast whatever that spell is that you gave the whole party that only Lauren could use. <laughs> Confusion. Um, it's okay. It's the son of her spell. It's the it's the son of her spells. The spell of her sons. <laughs> oh, I I know, but it's it's just mocking me on my character sheet that I'll never get to use it. I'm so close. Level three spells. Didn't you put in parentheses like can't use lol? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I I did also put that plus one to friendship that you you, you gave us at some point. That is on my character sheet in i think in my bonds i'm not sure what i'll use it for but uh that that was in my character sheet at one point but i think it was one i saved over <laughs> it's um, a chekhov's gun it'll come up during a final boss fight where all, all you can use to, de- to defeat cash just as a plus one in friendship <laughs> oh, um, damn it and and the last thing i got is i got a, my final new spell conjure animals I can basically summon magic animals of a certain level of strength, or I can summon weaker ones, but, like, more of them. And they will do my bidding. I cast Break Into the Zoo. (laughs) I cast Pokemon Trainer. Yeah, you build an entire character around this one spell. Yeah, no, I, the whole the whole thing has been a secret. This was the goal. <laughs> yeah, this is the season where I like spend the last arc being a Pokemon trainer. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna use my Master Ball to capture the final boss. It's gonna be great. <laughs> All right, so that's your level up, level nine ranger. Uh, Captain Melbeck, uh, you're about to go on an incredibly dangerous mission to defeat a man who not only killed your friend, but is planning unleashing, planning on unleashing an intergalactic scourge of uh, extinction proportions. How do you spend uh, the time you have left with your friends? So my plan for this final um, bit of time we have before everything hits the fan is... Morale's probably a little low around the ship right now. Um, yeah, we we had a, we had some sad feelings recently, and the captain needs the crew to be sort of, at the very least, have a last hurrah before we go into this. We need to have just a last bit of normalcy if we can find one. So the captain is enlisting the help of uh, Ragnar, Babish, and Akira to try and throw a party for the for the crew to try and bring everyone's spirits up a bit so the captain wants that mass effect citadel dlc before the final mission yeah like basically this is the everyone just having the last bond like setting up a big bonding session so everyone can can just feel part of a crew before we go into the big battle I mean, I, th- I assume you had you put some thought into this over the week. What, how do you envision this? The uh, Suchinoko is like a brand new ship. All of its facilities are like perfectly in order. You can probably pull off like whatever you can dream of. So feel free to, to imagine big. First, first thing on my mind is catering. Big old, big old spread of food. This is going to be like the banquet to end all banquets because we have, we have the chef. We have Babish. Um, and it's established half the ship is food court. Yeah, exactly. So, like, we're just going to collect it all together into one big food court and then probably realize, oh, God, we have too much food on this ship. Why do we have this much food? <laughs> uh, but for this one glorious meal, it'll all be worth it. Um, Post scarcity! <laughs> uh, so the captain is going to go to Babish and basically go, um, so... No, I don't. I don't just want this to be the big delicious meal for everyone. I have, I have a, I have a challenge for you here, Babish. You've said before anything can be a recipe. Can you whip up a recipe for food that's going to 
bring us together and help us just feel okay going into this fight. I know that's a tall order to ask for food, but anything's a recipe, right? Go on, don't leave me hanging here, Babish. Uh, Captain, I think we both know that the recipe for for family uh, was the friends we made along the way. Uh, well, well, yes, but also, can you distill that into like a, a souffle or a, or a big cheesecake? <laughs> you want to you want to taste all of all of your friends? Is what you're saying to me? I wish to have a cheesecake that when people bite into, they go, "Oh yes." We that that is the friends we made along the way, and to distill distill the friends we made along the way into like a nice chocolatey, biscuity, creamy mouthful. Uh, uh, is this like uh, a transubstantiation thing? This this is just. Have you ever seen that film about the 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 rat that becomes a chef in Paris and he gives <laughs> the 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 food to the critic and he like travels back in time in his brain? And he's like, oh, everything's okay now. I. Can can we do that? So ratatouille uh, exists in dice work now. That's just a side effect of the way no, we do this. No, it, 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 it's not ratatouille. It's another film with the exact same plot that just like a different company made. It it was a much lower budget film, but it had that same scene. It's the the it's like the knockoff ratatong or whatever <laughs> ratatouille. You guys know about that? Yeah, that's a real thing that exists. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I I think the captain knows this, but she's 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 going for it anyway. Can can Babish create a meal that'll just fix everything? Uh, he can't create a meal that will fix everything, but he can <laughs> he can make the the best food for all of you to enjoy yourselves. Um, how corny do we want to be? Because you have a dragon whose whose breath is love, and I feel like the secret ingredient would be love. Yeah, I did have this on my list of, like, my three people that I want to include in making this party, and that was... Akira does literally have love abilities which might help here. I... I, I don't know, what's the... what is the ethical implications of breathing just a little bit of actual love dragon love into food? I mean, it's magic, which is probably involved in cooking no matter what in this universe, and also animal products like, is... Breath isn't vegan, but it can be food? <laughs> Someone please back me up. Someone save me. I I would go with the logic here of the creature consensually gave the love breath, so it's probably fine. <laughs> I didn't even know we had. <laughs> I've discovered a kink nobody knew they even had. Okay, so just so we're clear. Just so we're clear. Mm -hmm. If I, like, shave a slice out of my leg. Oh, I'm so glad we're going to be clear. <laughs> grill it up and hand it to you, Lara. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, that's okay. That's, it, it's fine. That happened. There's a Ramstein song about it. If the, the problem there wouldn't be like that, that I would have an objection on a vegan standpoint or anything, that wouldn't be the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to eat Conrad specifically. Somebody else, definitely. <laughs> I don't is it wow, I am very lean, I will have Conrad, you know. Conrad, how important is it to you that I eat a slice of your leg? No, it is just a hypothetical, but... So yeah, yeah, go for it. Akira, Akira blow some love into the, into, the, into the cake mix. Chris, you don't want to get any of your thoughts on consensual cannibalism in here, my dude? I was, I was just going to say that I eat a lot of garlic, so if you're looking for the person who's well-seasoned, it's probably going to be you. <laughs> Fine, we also... 
put a slice of Conrad and Chris in. Also, I won't survive long in like uh, you know, Boys of Brazil like style tragedy, so please make me the first one so it just oh, goes yeah. easier from there on in. Definitely. I, I just don't wanna deal with the torment and psychological horror. So Yeah, if we were stuck on yeah. if we were stuck on a desert island, I feel like Conrad would be the first to get eaten, probably because he would start carving himself up. <laughs> Are you kidding? I no, I I already know how I would do it. I would take because uh, I would assume that we'd be on, a, on like a desert island with like palm trees from which I could make rope very easily. <laughs> like I would be available for dinner within a week. Okay. So <laughs> I'm afraid I'm not going to because I'm going to try to find a tiger and fight it. Babish is not going to be using either of these two dice funk players as ingredients. <laughs> he will, however, be getting Akira to just like magically breathe a little bit near the cake and we won't think about the mechanics of that. Okay, so I think mechanically uh, all of you are going to have leftover cake in your inventory that you can eat sometime during the final arc, which will restore you to full as if you had had a between arc long rest. So Ooh, does that does that include my exhaustion? Yeah. <gasps> the final okay. arc is going to be pretty long. It's the rest of the show. So at some point, okay. you're probably going to want to reset your abilities. Um, so now you have that ability thanks to leftover cake. Yeah. Um, also, Ragnar's there, you know, just, I don't know what Ragnar's doing. Putting up decorations so it doesn't feel like either too much like a... Like a like a wake or like a party that's ignoring the the wake aspect. Mm-hmm. He's 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 on decor. He seems like he's got cool taste. Uh, we all know, of course, Lauren would be the last to be eaten uh, because she she is a terror in the night. <laughs> she is a monster. She's not here, by the way. You probably picked up on that. She'll probably uh, have recorded something for us later, but she's not currently here. I just do want to on record. She would. Not even feel bad about eating all of us. I'll I'll be like the second to last to be eaten because I'll be there like doing all the logistics, like making sure we've got a plan of who's eating who, and that you know, when when we forget that we're supposed to be eating each other and get off track, I'll just be like, oh yeah, but also eating each other though. <laughs> Here's my awkward segue back there. It's good to have goals. All right, so that was some good cannibalism talk. Yeah. Monsters. Uh, who else wants to level up? I'll level up. Do it. Cool. So, uh, Drag is taking another level. It's a paladin, so he's paladin level nine. He's now got 72 hit points, so if this were the price is right, he would have lost. <laughs> we're all aiming for 69. I, 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 I thought about it. I was gonna, I was considering making the roll for it because if I'd rolled, uh, like, I think two on my hit point die, uh, I'd have hit it. But I was like, I screw it. I'll just do the six. <laughs> Take the six and be done with it. Because what are the odds I'd get it? I could wind up with like 75 hit points. And who wants that? Um... <laughs> uh, uh, he, uh, we've also got a couple of new spell slots at level three. So that's fun. Um, and picked up Aura Vitality so I can heal in a range uh for a full minute uh so that's fun from the other room captain melbex you're like yeah but i can conjure animals that is that is pretty cool that is pretty cool and i uh i also took blinding smite see i'm I'm just deciding what what my noble steed to ride into battle is going to be for the finale now can summon animals 
I'm seeing a hippo on a crocodile, and I'm liking it. <laughs> when you start that sentence, I thought you were going to suggest that, that the gif was going to ride a hippo into battle. Oh, well, that's just tasteless. Yeah, that felt weird <laughs> to picture that. I'm absolutely certain there's an illustration of a hippo riding a crocodile in the Lesser Key of Solomon. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, Conrad, I have you down here to spend some time with Half Thor Grunderson, the other large lad in the in the party. Do you have anything in particular you want to talk to him about, or is he going to approach you as you are stoically standing with your arms crossed in the hallway, as always? No, Drake does not have anything to say to the pilot, uh, particularly. <laughs> <laughs> A lowly pilot. No, it's not lowly. It's just he has nothing to say to him. They barely interacted at all. So, yeah, no, if, if he wants to do the approach there, that would make sense narratively. It's me, Half-Thor Grunderson, the pilot. I heard you talking shit. <laughs> fight, 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 fight. <laughs> Please don't kill our pilot. That seems unlikely. Uh, that you were talking shit or that we're going to have a fight. Sorry, some of that out-of-character talk is bleeding into the narrative. <laughs> Sorry, would you have preferred fight, uh, fight, 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 fight? <laughs> well, Captain's orders, put up your dukes. All right, so roll initiative. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Fuck it, Lauren's not here. There's no cops. We're so Captain's <laughs> orders. I don't know. He's just doing what he's told. Ten. Uh, just to be clear, you don't have to fight, but if you do, like, I will watch. Uh, Half Thor goes first. Yeah, I got a ten. Connor, I got a four. A four. Uh, so I guess this, this is some boys wrestling in the hallway here for not particularly important reasons. Just big boys, just guys being dudes. Dudes being bros. Uh, Drake's just very confused at the whole thing because he doesn't know <laughs> why he's been ordered to fight. <laughs> uh, Sixteen. Does that hit? Uh, no, it does not. All right. Uh, your turn. Okay, so Hathor and Drag doing wrestling in the hall. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll just uh, try to do a, a, a punching of the chest. Yeah, gotta punch. Gotta, gotta punch that chest. Uh, first attack is a 15, which probably doesn't hit. Uh, he's wearing heavy armor at 16, so no, it does not. Uh, but 26 ought to hit. Sure does. Sure does. And and and, and we're, not, we're not juicing this because... <laughs> Really don't just don't know what's going on. You don't want to do a Mortal Kombat fatality yeah, on not, him. Not trying to. I just. <laughs> this is not how I thought entertainment was supposed I don't to go think anymore. Suggested fighting. I don't know why you're fighting. I'm having to think up an excuse now. Why did I tell you to fight? It's a very mild uh, wound at six damage. Yeah, I actually do have a good segue out of this, which is you do six damage with the punch, and he says. You're awful strong, Drake, but what happens if I do this? And he takes two steps backwards. <laughs> at range, you can't punch me at all. I heard you had some trouble against uh, the bird fellow. He pulls out his uh, duck foot pistol and says, what would you do in this situation? Drake takes two steps forward. <laughs> he takes two steps back. Aha, <laughs> uh <-huh>, countered. <laughs> We come together because the sits attracting, you know. Uh, <laughs> so Dragon uh, half there do this dance in the hallway where every time he makes distance, you close the distance. And he's just trying to demonstrate that you don't have any long range options. And he says, I had a, a bit of a brainwave here. I'm going to spend most of the, the final mission in the ship and my uh, shooting ability is not really going to be an asset to the team. So I thought I could uh, offer you a little bit of an upgrade for your 
your knuckles there. Uh, upgrade? Upgrade. Five knuckles, five barrels, duck foot, brass knuckles. How's that sound to you, Dreg? Dangerous. That's the way I like it. <laughs> That's how I do everything. <laughs> Grocery shopping, love making, dangerous. Wouldn't it be four? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. I did I did really wang that one, huh? He, he just looks at your knuckles. Yeah, I guess there is only four punching knuckles. Do you want me to put gun barrels inside your knuckles or not? Sure. That doesn't sound like it has unexpected consequences at all. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, that's going to be a plus one to your tax, and they all have the ranged the ranged property now. Uh, enjoy that. The bird tries to fly away, thinks you can't punch him, and then you punch him with a gun. A gun punch. Gun punch. If, if he gets knuckles in his gun, can... He gets his guns in his knuckles. Yeah, it's going to be one of those kind of episodes. <laughs> yeah, if he gets guns in his knuckles, can I have knuckles in my gun? <laughs> <laughs> Captain Melvick's going to just shoot knuckles. What is <laughs> That's an extremely good image somehow. Uh... This is where I'm at tonight. That's fantastic. You got me on a very normal one. So everyone has uh old cake in their inventory and now Drag has plus one ranged uh weapon. So that's an upgrade for him. That's big. Chris, I need you to level up now. Cool. Okay. So Big Star is level nine, and he took his last level in Artificer. Big surprise! And at level nine with Artificer, I get uh, nothing. Basically, <laughs> I uh, my proficiency goes up, so that's cool. And I, I get this this Blast Wave ability, which pushes people away in lieu of attacking, which seems uh, like a bad thing to do. But I might need to push somebody. That would some be reason. useful for like courage or something there's sometimes people you want to get away from you but not want to hurt somewhere in the final dungeon is going to be one maybe two doors that require this ability to open to get through and one of them puts us back on the critical path the other one has an energy tank and that's gonna be it that's all this upgrade's <laughs> good for ah is this the one where it's like the door with the big windmill that you've got to push with the wind to yeah. open the door yeah something like that so that's my level up and I'm going to be doing some very intensive work because Big Star brought home the uh, remains seems like a, a strong word for it, but the broken pieces of Steve Dave 2.0 along with recovering Steve Dave 2.0 or 1.0. And if Terrence Howard math has taught me anything, <laughs> it's that two plus one is three. But one times two should also be three. It's a very complicated thing. So I know I'm you want to. I know you want to move on, but Terrence Howard math is such a fucking good thing. I could do an entire <laughs> episode on how much of a um, just monstrous idiot he is. It's extremely good. Also, he apparently has a very tiny penis. Did you hear about that? <laughs> no, but I should add that to my repertoire of Terrence Howard uh, details. Yeah, it's a it's good for a tight five, really. You start with the math, you segue into the penis stuff. Anyway, I um, I got my golden uh, Terrence Howard impression too. Okay, give me a little bit. 
Oh, I got all sorts of math over here. It's not a very good one. It's a very look. I watched Prisoners, and he's screaming a lot in it, <laughs> and that's entirely where the impression comes from. The majority of our audience has no idea what we're talking about. Anyway, brought back Steve Dave two, and you have Steve Dave one. To what ends, Big Star? Because he's going to craft a new one. But of course, every time you put out a new patch update, first you got to take out siphoning, but then you got to improve it. That's a Fortnite joke, by the way. Then. Thank you. (laughs) People stopped playing when siphoning was a thing. I I wanted to date this episode as much as possible. (laughs) Talking Uh, about Terrence Howard won't do it. (laughs) <laughs> he, he, well, he's eternal. Uh, would it would it help if we talked about the fact that Sonic the Hedgehog has tiny baby teeth in his mouth and they're terrifying? It's also April thirtieth, two thousand nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bitch! All right, Steve actually, Dave... actually, it's May first, twenty nineteen. Yeah, oh, catch up with me over. Gotta in the get up on Lara's level. Time zones, Steve Dave three I need it, Chris. I crave so, it. So, Big Star is going to build a new steve dave and he's gonna have some help with courage and uh sigrid so big star is recrafting steve dave and steve dave as we all recall was a mechanical trask who was basically the size of a large rhino like he's basically bigger than anyone else in the ship like in terms of like like horizontal space taken up (laughs) Uh uh-huh uh, and Big Star is basically doing that again, but whereas the last one was maybe kind of had, like, you know, sharp points and, like, exposed steel, like, maybe where you'd see the joints, like the first Transformers movies where you'd see all the, like, the gears and shit that would turn as it moves. Uh, this one is cleaner and sleeker. Think the, uh, the iMac of Steve Dave's. Uh, this is, but what if, what if Apple made a Tarrasque? But it's also emblazoned. With a giant bright blue star across the chest that uh, that glows and uh, shoots lasers. Can I do that, Austin? Can it? It's can... a right. It has rhino stats. <laughs> do rhinos shoot lasers? Is there one from like the abyss that does it or something? Chris, challenge rating two or higher or lower. Actually, you don't get lasers, but you do get a special ability that normally you wouldn't as an artificer. Yeah. Because artificers can re- rebuild their companion every long rest. So that's not something I'm giving you. That's just part of your class. But I am giving you something. Yeah. So because the way Olivia did her spells was mainly through kind of uh, cures and things like that that she had stored in Steve Dave, uh, there is a basically a limited amount of spells that were still kept within steve dave that can then be uh basically installed and used in steve dave 3.0 so we now have a charging rampaging healing tarasque robot the the first thing i think of when i see tarasque is medic yeah well he's going to stomp past you and uh basically uh, just spray healing gas in your face as he charges by to uh, oblivionate something. That's a new word now. So mechanically, uh, Steve Dave, whenever he attacks, he also hears, heals the uh, heals the closest ally with healing word, I believe is the, the thing we said. That makes sense. So healing word isn't an incredibly powerful spell, but it's basically free. So Steve Dave will be constantly healing. Uh, which is very good, and uh, the last gift Olivia gave the party. Uh, any other details you want to establish? 
Well, I, I, I would assume that there's probably a special reason. It makes sense why Sigrid's there. Because, you know, I mean, at any moment, things could go <laughs> naughty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But why is Courage there? I don't know, C- Chris, why is Courage there? Because at any moment, things might go <laughs> not. <laughs> no. Courage just uh, likes thanks. to watch, right? That's... <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's not like, that's a pretty common thing for dog owners, right? You know, they're having sex. The dog is like at the foot of the bed just watching or, or comes in. Or, or in one Lauren. particular instance that I can recall from my own life starts licking the guy's asshole. Uh, Lauren, please, <laughs> Lauren, please come back and save us. <laughs> we, can we go back to talking about cannibalism and spitting in people's food? <laughs> I knew a kid once who, it was his birthday and he didn't want to share his birthday cake with anyone, so he spat all over the cake so that no one else could have any. Oh, that's that's where I eat it and I stare him in the eyes the whole time. Because in my country, we don't let terrorists win, goddammit. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so Chris uh, is really kind of burying the lead here. Courage uh, is... a uh, present for the creation of Steve Day 3.0 for a very specific reason. And you were you were describing him as kind of a, an iMac Tarask, but the metal that Steve Day 3.0 is made out of is not steel. <gasps> what is it? It's graphene. <gasps> well, hold on a second. So if it's graphene mm-hmm. and it's like a complete structure. Mm-hmm. Then, shit, I'm lost. I, I I can't figure out what do these two things mean, Austin. One, watch, fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, uh, I thought I was gonna offer you the robot as a new shell so that you could ride with us into battle and murder your enemies. But if you want to watch the sex happen, <laughs> so be it. Uh, yeah, so Courage's shell, uh, the graphene shell that makes up his body, is is pretty powerful. But there are only four mechs that are going to be able to ride into the final battle with Cassius, probably. And Courage wants to be there to get revenge for Olivia. So it makes sense for you to take him along uh, in the body of Steve Dave 3.0, which is made out of not only Steve Dave 1 and 2, but also Courage's shell, which has been incorporated into the design. So uh, Steve Dave heals with every attack. And he also has a plus one natural weapon. Like, and, and he's got literally a plus one variety yeah. inside him. Yeah. Aw. Absolutely, because the cur- courage's body, the actual uh, cell, is the brain of this uh, creation, and will be attacking with. Uh, I think his like lightning spear has been like incorporated into what the claws or teeth. What do you think's better? Oh, the the, the claws. That's that's how I, I like to think of Tarask as death claws, and the death claw never killed you by biting you. It killed you by just fucking backhand swinging you into oblivion. All right, so Steve Steve Dave three has ten uh, electrified graphene claws, which are Courage's spear incorporated into the design, and he's going to be right there alongside you when you turn this bird inside out. Another great uh, bonus to this is that if you just brought Steve Dave three the metal Tarask. Uh, Cassius should just teleport inside it and it would die. Mm. But since you you can uh, communicate with Courage at the speed of electricity, if you see with your contacts that he's about to teleport inside Steve Dave, you can give that information to Courage 
faster than thought and he can dodge it. Yes. Uh, so not only do you have an incredible healing attacking companion, someone who is personally very motivated to get this revenge. You've also upgraded Steve Dave in the sense that it can survive a fight with the final boss. All extremely good. Big star has something he wants to say to, uh, to courage. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's going to say, so I've been thinking a lot about a couple things that have happened over the past few days. And, uh, you know, I know that recovery from losing somebody important to you takes some time. But I wanted to mention this to you so that maybe it can give you the same sense of peace that it helped me. Although she didn't realize it, and it was not the way that she intended for it to happen, Olivia was able to help potentially cure the illithid food problem. Because if she hadn't gone missing... The team never would have had to go out to the ways and the, the extent and lengths they had to, to go to the sun. And there would have been no hive mind. She? Hero? Indeed she is. You want to see my dildo glove? <laughs> All right. Uh, so there's still some uh, other characters to spend time with. Let's circle around again. And actually, uh, Captain Melbeck, um, I think sometime during the party prep, um, you know, Babish is pulling the food together. Um, dra- uh, Dragon, uh, Half Thor upgrading his knuckles. Uh, Big Star is finishing Steve Day 3.0, a.k.a. Courage. They're one in the same. I'm just probably going to call them Courage from now on. But everyone knows Steve Day 3.0 as well. The giant graphene Tarrasque with lightning claws. Courage is piloting. Um, I think uh, Akira catches you, Captain Melbeck, and... <laughs> catches you, a weird way to put it, huh? Uh, uh, Akira, uh, you know... Corners? Surprises? <laughs> Why are they all so menacing? Gang presses? Ha- happens to pass in the hallway does that thing in 80s high school movies where they put their arm over you across so they pin you up against the locker in a way that's like partly threatening but also partly romantic somehow i don't know the 80s were a weird time uh the the sup move that that miles does in enter the spider verse the sup oh sup i, I thought you said the <laughs> suck move and i was like i have to see that movie <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna do the suck move. Um, so Agra finds you and says, "So do you want to do the suck move now?" Uh, no, for real though. Um, Agra says, "Before you go out on the final mission, um, I guess I'm the ship's doctor now. Do you do you want to check up?" Probably, probably not a bad call. Um, I should probably make sure I'm in as good a shape as I can be before we go into all this. Okay, why don't you pop into my office here? I have an oversized GIF, GIF stethoscope. That was hard to say. GIF stethoscope. GIF get Fuck. Anyway, how, how's your how's your body, Melbeck? <laughs> well, roll constitution to see how that body do. How how that body do? Um, how's your body? Haven't had any complaints. Yes. Uh, my character sheet, for some reason, is just showing entirely blank, which it should not be. Give me <laughs> oh, one se- The give body one disappeared. <laughs> the body disappeared. Come on, character sheet. There you are. This is why I like Shadowrun. They just call that body. Six. Six isn't great. No, it isn't. So, uh, Captain Melbeck, what do you think's uh, ailing you? You did You did just go into the afterlife. That's got to... That actually probably had some negative effects on you, huh? 
Yeah, yeah. So I, I think I think part of it is just the, 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 the physical stuff that has been going on for a while and has probably just been powered through. Like the uh that arm that wasn't doing great from a while back that got crushed, I think, if I remember right, got a little bit crushed. Um, Sasha's girlfriend snapped your arm with her mace. Yeah, yeah. that was it. Yeah. Oh, that was a bad time. Um But yeah, I think other than that I think some combination of Going to the afterlife, failing to catch up with uh, Olivia in time, and just generally the weight of what is to come, and the the pressure of "oops, you're captain," and there's a good chance people might die. It's all just getting to be a lot. She's not she's not doing great. Okay, so Akira gives you a checkup and determines that you are uh, not holding up particularly well between the the stress and the physical stuff, and. Uh, let me let me roll for suck move. <laughs> I rolled a twenty to suck. Hell yeah! Um, <laughs> what was Austin? What was that roll? It was to suck. I, okay, sure, sure, <laughs> Austin. Sure, Austin. You rolled twenty to suck. You know, okay. I've never gotten any complaints. Um, she has healing. I, I ain't complaining. Roll twenty to suck, Austin. She has healing breath, so I think like I don't know how much you want to zoom in here, but I imagine there is a kind of intimate healing scene that we see in shadow through the like the door of the doctor's office here. It's like the shadow play scene in the Rocky Horror Picture Show, right? <laughs> a little bit different, but I like where your head's at, Conrad. Okay, all right. Uh, she says, "Oh, you know." We might all die pretty soon. We never uh, went on that date you promised me. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, this wasn't the date. <laughs> Why do we gotta go out now? <laughs> well, Alice, about this, we've not got much time to do it before this mission, and we might not get a chance to afterwards. Is there an activity we can throw together on the ship that is date worthy? That's a good question. So out of character, do you have an idea, Laura? If you were on a s- futuristic spaceship with your shape-shifting uh, dragon girlfriend, what would you want to do? If it helps, Odorus Ruangris of Guar, when asked uh, his <laughs> favorite hell. thing to do on a date, it was not go. Oh. <laughs> um, I know this has never come up, and like I don't want to bring it up in any kind of sense that could be abused for mechanical min-maxing purposes. But comedic comedy purposes? Does, a, Can... does our ship have like a have like a fucking holodeck or something? I don't know if that's. Oh yeah, no, it's ship. got a fucking holodeck. It's got two holodecks: a regular holodeck and a fucking holodeck, <laughs> because you do not want to do normal activities in the fucking holodeck. It's sticky. It's very hard to clean. Um, I think since illusion magic is 100% a real thing in D&D, yeah. it would be actually no problem to rig a room to have illusions in it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, I like the thought that considering considering Melbeck's whole thing for a long time has just been travelling around, not stopping, just kind of being on the move, I think their date's going to be very, like, suburban-y. They, they, they have, they have uh, just... A nice day, settled down together somewhere, just doing very pedestrian-y things that, that people do when they settle down in one place. So you play house with your dragon girlfriend? Yeah, just, just, the the date is just a nice day, uh, play house and have a nice day playing house in the holodeck. 
That is actually pretty cute because you had this conversation before about settling down and you're like, well, I kind of just want to travel the universe with my family forever. And she's like, do you want to die on the battlefield? And it's like, I think Melbeck is the kind of person who may never settle down in that way, but it's something you, that you can dip your toe into. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I, I, I think that Melbeck is totally open to the idea of, dip, of, of dipping in and out of settled down life. In such a way that, like, they're still on the ship. There is still the the option to move where they are, but they can still have a little slice of just of settled down. Yeah, I think Akira likes that too. It's it's kind of like the best of both worlds, where you have the fun, adventurous life of a ne'er do well adventurer, and then you t- you can take a vacation to what normies do. <laughs> take a, a holiday to normal. <laughs> a holiday to normal. I like that. Um, yeah. a, a quick conversation here you're, you're feeding the duck bats at your imaginary uh park in your suburban city and uh akira says at some point after all this is over and the crew wins the battle obviously it feels like sasha and the illithids are gonna focus on the food project going around trying to convince illithids to stop killing and convince non-illithids to join integrated hive minds do you think that's what you and the crew are going to do as well, or will you go off on your own adventures? I can't say what the rest of the crew is going to do, but anything that means I get to meet new people still, like, that's all. I never wanted to do this for the running around shooting. It was always just an excuse to go places and meet people, and well, Sasha's probably going to need some diplomacy. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm good at it, but diplomacy is a nicer reason to meet people than murder. <laughs> I don't know what the rest of the crew intends to do after this is done, but I know I'd like to keep meeting people, and it seems like this whole limited food thing is the big deal that the universe needs to do, and I, you know, I should probably help my friend if I can. Yeah, I like the idea of you never stop adventuring, but someday we come in here and you chuck the gun into the the, the lake, the fake lake, and uh, we just do it with diplomacy and occasional stealth. I know you love to sneak. <laughs> oh, I, 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 no one ever makes use of my sneak. I do a good sneak and then everyone just stands up and goes, hello, we're here, but I still think sneaking's useful. Oh no, you have a you have a wound on your cheek. Let me get that for you. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I think that's probably something she does all the time. Like, oh no, your neck's bruised. Let me uh let me just get in there <laughs> with oh, my no, snout. Are you sure there's not another bruise on the other side? Oh no. <laughs> Alright. Um so Dreg, what mm-hmm. name an activity Dreg would be doing to get ready for the the final party. Um he would probably be exercising. <laughs> not lifting things to help just exercising right nobody's asked him to help okay very good i was gonna say i imagine drag is the guy who tries to carry as many chairs as possible in one trip and just in his head is trying to think just wants everyone to notice and be very impressed with how many chairs he can carry <laughs> because that's me yeah i am that guy okay uh- <laughs> yeah that's not how i see it but okay okay that's good um, so that is me, though. Also, that is me. Yes. Um, so you're you're exercising. I think Babish comes up to you and says, uh, uh, "Hey, Dreg, uh, great form. Uh, you have 
a lot of muscles to lift, but uh, you're doing it well. Thank you. <clears throat> uh, uh, so I don't, I don't want to interrupt too much. Uh, I was just going over some uh, uh, battle plans uh, going forward, and uh, it, it, it occurred to me that there's a lot of talk about bringing the Maxwells back, uh, not, not creating new ones or uh, finding their home world, but bringing them back. And it, it uh, occurred to me that there are 13 uh, uh, big, big Maxwells on Pell 3, and including one that the entire town, uh, the Caravella organization, is uh, uh, built around. And so, this is a grammar thing. <laughs> uh, I sy- syntax, I believe. Um, it just if Cassius is going to bring them back in the sense that the thirteen Maxwells on Pell Three are, uh, uh, would you say, dormant? And bringing them back is like uh, turning them on. Uh, the first thing that will happen is that uh, Pearl and uh, the, your entire uh, f- organization will be wiped out, like immediately. Uh, for, for 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 first thing, we need to evacuate. That that's what I was thinking. Yeah, uh, you'd be the one to make that call. It, it might be for nothing, and people will be mad that they had to leave if bringing them back is just like a spell and they just appear, but people keep saying, bring back the Maxwells. Very well. I will contact Pearl. All right. Uh, have a good uh, set. Uh, lift, with, lift with your knees. Yes. They are knees. <laughs> I love when Drake says some real insightful shit, like they are knees. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Big Star. What's up? Sigrid. Is too horny. She want that minotaur dick, though. No! She want that arm, and Courage want to watch. Do you know, minotaurs in D&D are a species created by a demon lord, but in mythology, a minotaur was the name of a sing- singular individual. It's not a species. It's created by the union of a, a woman, uh, King Minos's daughter, and a bull. Um, I'm not going anywhere with that story. That's just... Well, you know who else wasn't going anywhere because... with that story? Daedalus. <laughs> <laughs> mythology jokes. Chris? Back in 1995, WWE introduced the very popular and very short-lived character of Mantar, who was <laughs> a man who wore a cow mask out into the ring, and uh, I think that was it. I think that was his whole character. It just makes you think of the Manators yeah. from Gravity Falls. Oh, yeah. Um, where I was going with that was essentially that Minotaurs are kind of a, a virility symbol. Mm. This, the, like, Big Star started as just like a joke about uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, but like this, I think like thematically he's like a sex man. Are you just trying to tell us he got a big dick? Is that what you're getting at, Austin? Are you telling us he's getting laid? Laura, it's called subtext. <laughs> um, so I think, Chris, follow me on this. Okay. Well, we can skip the actual dicking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not on, I'm not as bored as I was, but I'll trust you. You want to roll the dick? <laughs> Come on. What is <laughs> roll? Athletics. He's gonna crit, and then we're I... never gonna hear the end of it. Hey, we've already rolled to suck this episode, and it was a twenty. There's, th- there's not too far above that. We can I got a fifteen. It's been a long day for Big Star. He's been a lot of the day working, but he still puts in that fucking work. <laughs> it's well Big above Star's... average. 
fucking getting it. <laughs> Sometimes all, all you can ask for is average. I think 15 is plenty from someone who's just gone through as much as Big Star has. Uh, it's above average. 15 is like, you know, hitting armor class levels for like if you were trying to fight someone in armor. Oh <laughs> hitting the armored back walls. <laughs> 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 all right so after that um is what i was trying so to get normal yeah it's extremely normal one i think you're in bed with sigrid uh you've all tastefully covered and i just wanted her to say yeah chris is still adjusting big star calls her an uber and then goes to talk to babish <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. Oh, I actually am severely getting lightheaded right now. This is not a joke. Um, no, good. Okay, so you're in bed with Sigrid, and you can call her an Uber and kick her out if you want, but I just wanted her to say to you, um, you don't have to share everything with me. This doesn't have to be that. But I did want to ask a favor of you, if you'll hear it. Always listening. Can you... Can you talk to me without the big star stuff, the persona, the affectation, when we're alone, at least? I know you need it when you're out there and you're putting on the confidence <laughs> for your enemies and for yourself, but when it's just me and you, I'd like it if sometimes you could just be... Luther. Hmm. The man who was Luther is long gone, though. I see what you're saying. And I know that you know why all of this has manifested. Now, I didn't choose at some part in my life to suffer trauma, to suffer from guilt that made me manifest something else to help cope with it. And I've understood that I know what this is, and I know that a part of it is an elaborate facade, and I'm okay with it. I'm not ashamed that tragedies have helped craft something different. And even if I am not Luther Jacobs anymore, I am still Big Star, and they are one and the same. But I can help pull back perhaps to closer to who I was before everything happened. I know it's not a small thing to ask. Physical intimacy is sometimes easier, often easier than emotional intimacy. You can get pretty far inside someone without even knowing their name. <laughs> I may not be the base shot on this crew or the strongest in this crew, or the smartest, but I lay pipe with the best of oh them. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it had to. He just Chris couldn't help himself. I think that's the worst way to say sex. Lay pipe. No, I mean, irrigation I like systems. He's very good at mm -hmm. them. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, no, Big Star is gonna say he's. Uh, hold on, I, I have to remember where I was before the silliness happened. Mm -hmm. It's difficult. To comprehend, because even though I can remember what it was like back then, everything here now makes sense in a way that it's hard to really rationalize that there was something else before it. It's almost like a friend 
that you feel very close to, but you, you don't really see anymore. Who you feel like you know every detail of you at the same time. When you think about them, the details are fuzzy. I guess you really are a big star. It's not an act. I guess I'm a little selfish. I want to have something from you that no one else does. I can assure you that there are lots of parts of me that you're going to know that others won't. <laughs> parts parts of this soul that haven't been seen in a very long time. <laughs> it wasn't a sex joke. You're making it into one. I, you're I, the dirty mind. She transforms her arm into a dildo. <laughs> we fade no, away. We're having a real moment here. Nope. It's dildo time. Um... This, if you this is the first season you've listened to you're like oh it's oh, it's a horny show it's really not <laughs> it's never you, was you, you say that at least once a season someone rolls to bone someone like it's 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 i'm sure it's happened before has this been a particularly horny season oh I yeah feel like it has I, th- I feel oh, like okay. this has been the one where austin has fought the least to stop us being horny oh okay he's put up the least resistance yeah uh, Big Star is going to end it uh, just to close the scene out. He's going to say, so I want to talk to you about a potential proposition for the future after the mission. Are you going to build another Steve Dave? Could I have this one? Almost certainly, but that's not exclusively what this will be about. Okay, go on. And then we cut off. No, oh. they don't get to find out the other half of that scene. Chris has really been on some Austin bullshit this season where he th- sets something up. He wants people to guess about. And then when they make guesses, he goes, hmm, good question. <laughs> <laughs> this one, th- this one's going to be revealed. This, if, if Big Star survives, we'll find out what this is in the epilogue. It's just a very Yorsky ass move. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. I rubbed off on you. Whoa. Whoa. The romance across the season. Yeah, that's what you didn't realize. The real Horton this season was me and Austin. <laughs> Sometimes when Austin messages me on Skype, I lick my screen. <laughs> uh, Lauren's in the call now. Uh, tell us about Sasha's level up. Uh, for my level up, I got more health. Yay. Uh, and I got an extra proficiency point. So yay, I'm better at everything. And everyone can suck my dick. Um, and I took the spell Gush. So how do you say that? I forget. Mm-hmm. Gush? No! no. no. Conrad, we're done with the horny seeds. Th- that's the spell Sigrid took. Yeah, exactly. Gush is a very good magic card, by the way. Yeah, actually it is. It is. Uh, the the word is uh, Gaelic, I believe, and it can be pronounced uh, a couple of different ways. Uh, Gush is the one we said in season two when it first came up, so we can stick with that. Um... I can make somebody do stuff for a whole month if, and then if they don't do the thing I tell them, they take 5d10 psychic damage. So. Damn. Oops. I, 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 I'm thinking about a spell and I'm just like, yeah, there's, there's, there's horny applications for that. No! That's how you, that's how you get people to join the hive mind. What are you Jesus talking about? Christ! <laughs> what energy are we on today? Yeah, Lauren really walked into the oh, penis den. Yeah, you've, you, you're gonna have to listen back because it's been oh, oh, um, God. It's very been normal. normal. It's, it's been it's been a it's been a one. <laughs> it's been a one, not even a normal one. Okay, Sasha, what do you do in preparation for the big party before the final mission? I'm gonna have a family meeting mm-hmm. with objectivists and subjectivists, sub and sub. 
No, I no. can't call it. Oh, wait, no! is that... <laughs> It's just not the right night for it. <laughs> I mean, it could be dubs and subs, the like anime reference. But yeah. You have, to, you have to be so careful. You can also just, I think I've seen the fandom refer to them as the Jectivist bros. Yeah, those guys. I like that. Yeah. So family meeting, uh, obviously, Objectivist has been polymorphed into a tinier dragon. Yes, my, my tiny baby boy. Who's secretly bigger than everything. It is me, the biggest. So who knows what's going to happen? Cassius is a fuckhead, so I might... Language! No. I might die or something. I don't know. I'm a bird. I'm very fragile. My bones are hollow. He is also a bird. Yeah, but... That's why pieces keep falling off of him. <laughs> oh, that's because we, we tack. But um, just in case, you know, anything happens, I just wanted to give... My boys and mementos. Uh, so I'm gonna uh, give subjectivist my Mothman necklace, and then objectivist, I made him a giant scarf. Out of bl- <laughs> I just sewed like ten blankets together. I mean, if you give him a small scarf when he goes back to normal size, will it go with him? I don't think that's how polymorph works, but the stuff they're wearing, yeah, it actually does shrink with them. Yeah. I So he has a big blanky scarf to keep him warm in space. Space actually isn't cold. That is a common misconception. You don't want a warm neck? Oh, of course. I would like a neck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you not have a neck? <laughs> or are dragons just one whole neck? I am basically one big neck. Well. <laughs> What's happening? I don't know. I'm so- Are you all right, bro? Mm. Oh, are you doing Skeksis voice again? All right, so you give Objectivist a scarf and you give Subjectivist your Mothman necklace. Mm-hmm. Uh, they thank you. Uh, Subjectivist says, uh, we didn't really know there was going to be presents, so I guess you can have half a brain I have left over no, from the battle. I'm good. I don't eat brains but it's very nice of you to offer i think you eat animals whole you know there's brains in that inside of the mice right yeah but it's weird it's all big and gooey i like it yeah didn't eat it mm, thank you uh i just want you boys to get along if anything happens to me i feel like this is weird but i guess if i die y'all can eat my brain i don't know Subjectivist says, normally when an illithid in the hive mind dies, their brain is taken to the brine pool, uh, where it's a- added to the elder brain's psychic might. Oh, so I'll be added to your psychic might? Well, you, you will die eventually, and Subjectivist will outlive you. Yeah. Would you like to become? <laughs> would, would you like to become part of that? Yes, I would. He's going to become an elder brain. I mean, objectivists will outlive both of you put together because sun dragons live so long. This is now just a conversation about what happens after Sasha dies. Listen, you got to prepare. No, it's true. My mom has been like really packing away everything, selling off stuff, like clearing the house out. 
Oh, she's going to live like 25 more years. <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> I it was like, uh... ex- But she's ready. Got extremely dark. <laughs> but but yeah, you're you're going to live far shorter than the rest of the Jectivuses, the, the family. Yeah. Uh, so y- you would like to become... You would like to have your intelligence subsumed by the hive mind and carried forward? Yes. That seems like the best way to go. It will set an example for other species trying to integrate with us. Yeah, I feel like that's good, right? It has to be better than intergalactic war forever. It sounded like you said intergalactic worm forever, and that's very cute. Yeah, Sasha would like intergalactic worm forever. Seriously, every day is worms giving. Uh, okay, so uh, before we get to the final party scene, um, Captain Melbeck. Hello, me. I'm here still. <laughs> I didn't fall asleep. Aw. Uh, Ragnar wants to talk to you about uh, the plan. Okay. Um, yes, um, yes, plan, plan. I, I definitely have one of those and I haven't been haven't been using the parties and it's used to put off thinking about about the insurmountable plan thing. <laughs> yes, plan. It is all right, Captain. Uh, you have me, the conduit of infiltration, to plan all of this upcoming mission. It is my specialty and you do not need to lose any sleep over what is going to happen. This, that's very good. I will get, I will, I will stop losing sleep over that and I will instead lose sleep over all the other things I have to lose sleep over as a captain. That's good. <laughs> That is called prioritizing. Yes, yes, exactly. Make sure that you lose sleep over the the, the most important things first. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Ragnar says, so the ambassador sent over some uh, codes and some coordinates, and I've made use of them. Uh, the Rygar prisoners are being held at a black site on Gloria. Are you familiar with the practice? Um... I, I I'm not terribly. I'm assuming that this is one of those like off the re- on the record these prisoners don't exist. Is that the whole deal? Yes, a black site is kind of like a, a prison without laws that uh, empires use to hide people that they are torturing or otherwise being very shady with. Yes, it's it's the the very secret place that no one ever looks inside, and who knows what's in there. It's, it's very bad. Uh, okay, this is when Austin yeah. turns to the camera and says, uh, the most famous black site of maybe our era, uh, we actually had a, a military prison in Afghanistan called the Salt Pit. If you ever wanted to find an actual mm. supervillain lair, uh, the American uh, intelligence apparatus had a place called the Salt Pit where you the can, CIA, CIA took people to torture them. You can always count on the CIA to do a classy job and for no one to ever find out about it. <laughs> yeah, that, that, is, that is just a mysterious bunker inside a mountain, huh? Yeah, it came out during the, uh, the, the torture memos. Um, so that's basically where the Seoul government has taken the Rygar. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, no. So that's not great. Um, Ragnar tells you that he has the codes to the doors. He has made fake IDs for everybody. And he tells you, um, so uh, we are going to go in. Uh, well, not we. <laughs> I'm going to stay here. We are actually going to need to keep the uh, Suchinoko and the mechs far away so they are not detected. Uh, the main four party members will fly in on the dragon's walk to the black site uh, and then uh, infiltrate with the key cards I have given you and the password, which is going to be on the day of the infiltration, is going to be pineapple. 
<laughs> I fucking wanted to guess it too. Yeah, well, that's a that's a word I can remember at least. Uh, so if anybody stops you, you tell them pineapple. If you find any doors, you swipe the cards. You must find the Rygar prisoners and ask them where Cassius is going. And then we will go there and we will uh, cut him in half and feed him to objectivists. That is plan. Hell yeah. Um, so, you know what? I think it'd be a really good plan, considering that this sounds like an infiltration mission of, of sorts. Th- that that really cool stealth bonus I can give everyone that no one ever no one ever appreciates. <laughs> yes, sounds the... like it's it's time to shine. Yes, the pass without the trace, which is a powerful spell. Uh, if you want to win a campaign, but not a particularly interesting campaign, if you want to tell character-driven story. Well, fine. <laughs> I just found a cool spell, okay? Uh Uh-huh. No, this is going to be long mission. We have no idea what Rygar are going to tell us. Uh, So it is perfectly fine to use stealth and wits to get to Rygar. After that, all bets are off. We have no idea what is going to happen. But this is my moment to shine. I'm going to get you into very secret soul black sight. And it is uh, going to go very well. And I will prove my worth to the entire team. And they will stop... Uh, throwing things at me and calling me cop in break Wait, room. Wait, who's been throwing things at you? It wasn't Sasha. Yes, it was. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if he's a cop, yeah, I probably called him a narc the whole I, time. I know that cops can be sucky, but also you—you've been good. You've been good. You've been good. Don't no throwing things at you. You just hear this in the other room. You fucking cop. <laughs> yeah i mean he is kind of a cop i don't know if we were, i was thinking this probably come up in the post-mortem i think he is a bad person but he's also like very heavily based on me oh no um so that's a thing austin's a cop well, austin's a cop here's the thing even even though we started off on the footing of him you know using the law to trap me into doing his bidding like i don't for some reason i don't feel like he's a narc I feel like now he's no longer a knock. <laughs> he's trying his best. Um, Cop! But yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is how Lauren and I interact. I, like, I feel like I could smoke space weed around him and he'd be fine. <laughs> I'm like, so how was your day, Lauren? And you're like, shut up, cop. <laughs> That's not true at all. I'm like, I'm very sad. And you're like, yeah, you're a loser. Uh, so do you have any questions for Ragnar about the mission? It's pretty simple. You're just going to go into this black site and find out what the Rygar know and then act on it to stop Cassius. Um, do we have any any clue from your intel on how far behind Cassius we are? Unfortunately, pretty far. He had the Rygar prisoner for a very long time on Drift Park, and he can teleport anywhere in the galaxy, so he has a very big head start. I am not confident about our ability to head him off before he accomplishes goals, but what else can we do? Hmm, he is, um, hmm. Now, I I have no other questions, but maybe if some of the crew could shout things to me that I could ask. Cop! Okay. <laughs> Nark! How, how's your cop ranking doing? If you calm down your cop levels at all. If I was very, very cop, I would not be hanging out with you all. I do not approve of all of your illegal activities, and I would prefer if not every room smelled like marijuana, but you you are good friends. <laughs> Anyone got any questions that aren't about him being a cop? Cop! <laughs> all right. Uh, so, Sasha. Hi. Do you want to say anything or do anything with Lala before the final mission? Um, Off camera, 
she has been in the background of every scene watching you. Uh, you knowing me, yeah. F- yeah, from you know door frames, uh, peeking through keyholes. She's under. She was under the bed when you're talking to the the illithids, just peeking out. Um, this is an audio show, so I can't really uh, give the best stalker, the stalker vibes. But yeah, she's been lurking. I have a present for her too. Uh, do you like just walk into her room where she has built a Helga Pataki shrine for you? Hey, Arnold. Yeah. I like to, you know, on one hand, it's a little creepy. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I do like being admired. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> that's like the cats, right? They love the attention, but they only want you to pet them with your eyes. Yeah. But you can, no. No? I was going to say, you can pet me with your hands, but I don't. She has so many. That's too many hands, and also I don't like saying that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want the audio clip being out there for people to use for the nefarious purposes? I already know there's audio clips being used for nefarious purposes. Oh, this episode's a gold mine. Oh, boy. Um, so I figured just in you know, case I die, no big deal, it happens. I'm not freaked out about it at all. No panic attacks here. Only bravery. She signs to you. You won't die, and if you did, we'd build a thousand statues to you. Thanks. I think my point is, is I've made you something. Uh, and it's all my historical alternate universe fanfics bound into one volume. The sacred texts! <laughs> the sacred texts, yeah, exactly. It's the Bible. I'll cherish it always. It's not, it's not that... It's fine. It's just like, you know, stories. It's too late. I've already started the religion. Okay. Well, I just, you know, thought you might enjoy this because. Do you prefer Sashanism or Greerianism? Uh. For the religion based on your porno. It's not porno. It's all historically (laughs) used. I'm not horny. You've never been horny. Uh huh. Um. I probably Sashaism because Greerism sounds better, but I don't want anybody to give my dad any credit. Nice. So, so suck on that, Dad. If you die in the final battle, do you want me to like go take care of your mom or throw your dad in a volcano or anything? Uh, don't don't throw him in a volcano. He is a jerk. But uh, just if you could tell him I went out like a boss. <laughs> oh yeah. That'd be, I'd appreciate that. Yeah, check up on my mom. I'm sure she's fine. We could set her up with a summer house on the sun. She would not like, she would not like that. It's very hot. Uh, <laughs> have you ever been on the sun? Yes, you have. I met you there. Yeah. It's very hot. Didn't like it. Well, obviously, obviously we would enchant her so she wouldn't die. I don't know how obvious that was. No? <laughs> you just thought I, I offered to let your mom explode? I offered to explode your mom? I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> I have plans and I don't think of the actual logistics of, of how they would work. And then, oops, people's moms are exploded. Damn. Sometimes it'd be like that. Sometimes it'd really be like that. Um, Sometimes moms just explode. It really does happen. I was, um, also, if you could, I know they're like adults and like bajillion times more powerful than anything, but... If you could just keep an eye on my boys as well, you know, just make sure they're eating right. 
which I guess is brains. Um, but, you know, if you could just keep an eye out for them if anything happens to me. Yep, they're family. They'll be very well yeah. taken care of by the Lepidopterans, no matter what. I mean, they're the future of the galaxy. Just, uh, you know, I just want another looked after. Even though they're all older, they're both older and more powerful than me, but they're babies. She says, yeah, they'll, they'll basically be saints in the new religion, so they're good. Okay, uh, and what about, what about you? What are you going to do? I'm your prophet. Oh, that's kind of cool, but also weird. Uh-huh. Um, is it like a conflict of interest if we like go out on a date or something? Hold on. Let me just uh, go on the internet and search. Can you date your prophet? Terrorist. What? <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of date, um, we absolutely should do one of those. But also, do you want to talk about the ex-girlfriend that you were flirting with in front of me the other day? Um, listen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's hard out there when you're great and everybody loves you. You're so humble. <laughs> it's like you're the god of humbleness. <laughs> Um, how do you feel about, what's your, what are your thoughts and feelings on monogamy versus not monogamy? <laughs> it's just an honor to be in your presence. Okay, cool. Uh, can you, be- so, can you believe I'm getting this tone in sign language? I don't know how, but oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, so this is like the thing where you came on strong and freaked the Flatwoods monster out, and I'm just trying to do it back to you, and like, the artistic statement is that Sasha would learn about obsessing over people she doesn't know, but Lauren is just like, well, no, I'm great, so I'm not gonna learn from this. (laughs) No, I'm not gonna learn anything, I'm just gonna get laid. No moral theater. Suck suck on that, audience. The the, the problem there, Austin, is... (laughs) This is a Lauren character. Yeah, did you ever think she wasn't just gonna bone everyone that wanted to bone? No, and that's fine. Honestly, just because uh, there is a certain moral correct thing, the characters don't have to do it, and you don't have to play along with any themes I'm building. You're all your own characters. I just thought it's just funny to point out that there's a clear parallel, and Sasha is not interested. <laughs> oh yeah, I just like to troll you. That's very good. Um, also, moth wife. So you're still interested in Jacqueline, even though she broke the captain's arm and is... We gotta talk about some stuff. Okay. But... But You also don't want to discourage Lala from hero-worshipping you? You're just okay with that? Um, it's a little weird. Maybe don't, like, call me, like, a god to my face and stuff. That's really weird. And then I feel bad. Uh, but I like to not think about problems. Sometimes, so just uh, maybe tone down the worship a little bit when we're hanging out. It's like the opposite of the big star cigarette scene. When we're alone, can you be less intimate? It's nice, and it feels good, but also it feels wrong. And she feels guilty. Yeah. That's when the good stuff happens. (laughs) 
what? Just who did just whispered what? <laughs> Connor said that's when the good stuff happens. When it's wrong. <laughs> it's, when it's wrong and you feel guilty. Ah. When your overbearing father uh, raised you with mostly shame and negativity, and then you get that positivity, and the dope, the dopamine and the serotonin are extremely good. I do love serotonin so much. Uh, <laughs> okay. why, why did they make serotonin DLC? <laughs> I'm, I just, I'm, I need it. <laughs> All right. So if you die in the upcoming battle, Lala will say that you were the greatest hero of all time. Even if you slip on a banana peel, you have secured that. Oh, thank God. Uh, she'll take care of your family, both the Illithids and your Earth family, if anything happens. Birds. And she's going to take your fanfics into the future as a holy text of the the woman who saved the world. So that's good. And if I don't die, we're going to go out for ice cream sundaes. <laughs> Those are comparable promises, yes. And maybe Jacqueline will come too and we'll talk about our feelings. She's trying to set up a thruple already. Oh, yes. That's my plan. Conrad hasn't listened to season three. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, actually, uh, Laura, why don't you take the reins? Describe the party you've prepared. And why don't you four just kind of talk to each other? Partially because um, this is really about your characters having this moment. And also because my roommates are being noisy. And I can't really narrate without the audio being ruined now. So, Laura, take the reins. Um, it's been a wild, wild, um, I don't even know how long it's been. I don't know how long we've been a crew for at this point. I've lost track of the days. Days mean very little in space. Um, I put together a bit of a dinner tonight for everyone, just, because let's, let's be fair, there's, we've got a lot of stuff coming up ahead of us and it's, it's going to be a lot. And if we're going to get through it, we're going to get through it. Many will die. Or maybe nobody will. Drag, I love you, but quiet for a, just a minute. <sighs> you seem to need help. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's cut to it then. Yeah, there is a chance that some of us will die. We've, we've lost some already and we may lose more. I honestly believe that we can do anything. And we may not all make it to the end, but I believe we are going to do this. And we are going to change the world for the better. We are going to save so many people. And there is no group of people I would rather have by my side while we do this. So Tomorrow we have many things to start doing. But today we eat some magic cake that's got some, some, don't ask what's in it, it's great, it'll make you feel wonderful. (laughs) Are you dosing us? (laughs) You missed it, we dosed it with dragon love breath. It it was a whole conversation, Uh, Comrade offered to slice his his leg off, it was a whole thing. Oh my Um, god. um, Just, tonight we, we party, we feast. And we make sure that we enjoy the time we have together tonight, because while I hope for many more nights like this, who knows what the future holds. Um, at which point the captain's going to raise a glass to everyone. To Olivia, and to the future. Clink. To the future. I like that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> just, just, was that just a bunch of grunts? 
Mm. How do you guys enjoy the love cake? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm saving it for later. I, uh, Big Star's gonna look around suspiciously. I'm, uh, a bit full at the moment. Mm. He's gonna get real close to Sasha, and he's gonna whisper to her, I eat ass. No! <laughs> I could have gone my entire life without knowing that. This episode's over. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I stare at the stars and the sky up above and think, what am I made of? Am I full of sorrow? Am I hurt and pain? Or am I filled with love? I stare at the stars and the sky and think, what am I? Credit speed run. Speed run? May 2019 speed run. Tell me about the music. No, I. You don't listen. You never listen oh, to me. Everyone's here. You disrespect me. I just, I just like yelling, talking about the music. But now we don't do that. It's in the words. No, it's in the description. Just like all the links to our social media and all our Patreons, like patreoncom slash Yorsky, where you'll get on the list. You're gonna hear patreoncom slash recap where you can support Crisp. Patreon.com slash of horse where you can support Conrad and then Kotaku.co.uk where you can find Laura and all the good work she does. She's also on podcasts like uh, Queer and Pleasant Strangers and the Gymquisition. And then finally you at Rargalicious. Uh, PayPal's in the Twitter bio. Yeah. Yeah. Good speed run. I'm so proud of you. I did it. Now we're on to executive producers for May 2019. Can I get it? 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 Can I get one? It's going to be May. It's gonna be my. Is that your best one? Um, I was trying to sound like in sync, so probably. I, I was just trying to. <laughs> you try it, bitch. I'm too white. I know they're all white. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> okay. Executive producers for May 2019. A Bozog blew my cover four. Now they drill to the planet's core. I wish all action movies had to rhyme. A huggable cactus. A werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. Aaron Palavin. Abigail Grace. Adrian Y. Oh, no. Aftershock <laughs> conduit of Austin 2 next deep in his Epcot date. I don't know why the Epcot thing caught on at the listeners. I've told plenty of stories about getting caught having sex at Bush Gardens, at Disney. The Epcot one, I didn't even get caught. It's not as good as a story, but whatever. Aki Savalainen. Albert West. Aaliyah. Alex Vipra. Amanda Sternad. An otter chewing on your couch because you left. That's fair. We miss you. He, he It's what he deserves. Oh, no. Andrew Birmingham. Andrew Fett. Mm-hmm. See, it's not fair because I, I've seen Andrew call us out on Twitter. Yeah, we get owned from every angle. <laughs> Andrew Fidget. Fidget. Who knows? Condor is seeing footage, staying noited itself. I've seen footage. I stay noited. <laughs> you know the death grips. Don't pretend like you don't know death grips. I do know death grips. Andrew Grothen. Andy Harkins. 
Anime Jesus. Anna. Anna, conduit of procrastination. Anthony, patron of Dora. Arachnable, keeper of the credit prison and sentinel of justice. Fear me. That's I a do. secret secret character from season three. Arja Limite. Arjun de Koning. <laughs> Ash conduit of Lauren's weed titty. <laughs> now, what's a weed titty? I understand titty weed when you hide the weed in your titty. That's titty weed. But what's a weed titty? It's the same as when my, I, I store my vape in my cleavage. It keeps it upright, easy for smoking. But those could be weed titties, but just one? Never mind. I don't want to know. Austin Star Warski. Let's get I slapped. Uh, Austin Yorski, conduit of good boy itself. I try. Ava, conduit of burbs. Backwards of conduit, sparkle. BJ, conduit of miniature giant space hamsters. B Ray Echo. <laughs> Benedict Cumbersnatch, <laughs> conduit of puke thievery. Oh, I love it. That's a very extreme. Big movie. fan of space, both outer and personal. <laughs> <laughs> big Sam over here. Billy Bob, big boisterous baby boy. Blue Six. I was gonna say bonus, or it could be bonus. Bo- bones. Bones. <laughs> bones. Bo- I, so you get the, you get four different readings for free there, bonus. Bones. Bone. Bo- bo- the bonus. Brady, conduit of failed murder. Keep failing, Brent. 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 Goatly. Brent. <laughs> doesn't quite ma- match up Callum Rudy Tootie Booty Switchy Boy Turner I crushed that one oh so good can Master Rink get a hell yeah yes love you fools Candace listen to Dice Funk Starling if a- any audience doesn't need that advertisement it's the one that just heard it uh carriage one with a hard C like in cake thanks Charlie Chocolate conduit of DMing Lauren too many cat pics on Twitter she does enjoy them the limit does not exist. <laughs> Chris, is it too late for April fooling? Walling? Yes, actually it is now. Christopher Charlow. Chunk Funk wants the Funk Junk. Chunks. I always want the Chunks. Or the Chunks. Cody Jackson. Chunks. Coho Blast. Oh no, she's going to get away from me again. Coram, conduit of Markov, Gloria's favorite son. Cormac, conduit of MC Carbs. Counterfifth. Ciara Saldana. Prophet of R and Jesus. Q, I appreciate you. Yes, you. Cumber. Oh. <laughs> you think we're laughing at the Cumber, which is very enjoyable, but Lauren just saw the next one. No, I was remembering the Cumber debacle from last month. Oh, no, the debacle keeps on rolling. Lauren, read the next one. Daddy, yours can you take me to Epcot? <laughs> I wish Chris was here to read that one. You know what I mean? Oh, because you guys are in love. Yeah. Dandy Snuff. Wait, hold on. <laughs> That's a very Victorian villain name. It is. I'm Daria. Dandy Snuff. Conduit of pizza. One more time. Daria Conduit of pizza. Yelling at me. Dawning Frost. Delilah Coffin, the spider god incarnate. Terrifying. Dennis Bankston. Dennis Pancake Detlefson. Devin Conduit of Evolution. Donald Bunker. Dorian, Conduit of Devotion. Dr. Chow. Dr. Goatman. Dr. Isaacs. Dr. Squidcap, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Funk. So many PhDs. Yeah, another addition to the Doctor Core. Uh, Dragon in the Server Room. Dreg versus Pangolin. Uh-oh. Battle for the Ages. Dylan and Rilton the Dog listening on a lazy Sunday morning, also dishes. 
Dylan, conduit of skeleton booty. They don't got the booty, though. Ebron, have caught finger looking fun ride. Oh, my God, guys. Because <laughs> you never, you're like, I'm not horny. I'm just a baby. I've ne- you don't have to be horny to give something. Never mind. <laughs> Einar- I mean. Einar J. Pet alpacas. Hell yeah. Ecorn. Elderbrain. Conduit of gooey goo chew chewing. Dala bala hala walla walla koala. <laughs> you always get stuck with that one. Crushed it. Elder dog. Elderly goose. Conduit of conduit of conduit of conduit of impromptu rapping. Oh, I was supposed to. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was supposed to do the hand gestures while I'll do my Eminem impression. Next time. Eleanor. No, not Daisy's parroting. <laughs> Alyssa Niseska. Alisa? Elizabeth Jackalope. Emma, <gasps> moose is neither snack nor guinea pig. All right. Rat? The mystery continues. Also, jackalope's like the one cryptid we haven't used this season. Oh, yeah. Keep it in mind. Emma Morant. Indigo uh-huh. Vandani. Error. And then the Microsoft JScript compilation error. Please contact Bob. Does someone need help with their PC? Is this their... Never mind. Have you tried turning it on and turning it back off again? Erwin Le Lagadec. Extellaris. Fabian got that dank. Give it to me. Florian H. Francois V. Frank Sands. Goblin King Mike. Conduit of nasty guys. <laughs> Grimlock. Guinevere Cummings. Guys, this has been a great season. Isaac, Conduit of Gabba 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 Half Thor Grunders, or uh, should do it in the voice. Half Thor Grunderson, first of his name, Bonifier and Brimstone Redeemer. Ran out of. <laughs> And then he got chloroformed. <laughs> Harley Astor. Harrison Andrew. Harry, conduit of ambiguous gender. Hedron Master. Him's penis broke for him's penis tore. Jerry F. Hi, Jerry. Fix the penis. <laughs> How do I make friend? Regards, conduit of social faux pas. I almost got Jorgen Indy Weinwick Ford's name right this time. No, I Damn. didn't. <laughs> Definitely didn't. Calling us out. Ian Morgan. Ingmar Gremmen. Ink drop. Conduit of ooze and dummy thick ass claps. That's the final boss of the next season. Oh, no. Isaac. Conduit of fish shark marketing. Eve Elysian. We'll have fun with the next one, bitch. It's an unpronounceable string of characters. Your turn. I hate you. <laughs> James Neely. Jamie 0.2 of fragmentary damage. That's a Kingdom Hearts joke. I see you, Jamie. Janiac. Conduit of ensnare me, tentacle daddy. I'm so glad I made you read that one. <laughs> oh, I see what you did. Okay, you did two. Jared, conduit of well, actually, mansplaining. Jared, I don't care. I'll say ensnare me, tentacle daddy, all day long. I'm getting paid for this. The rules. Jasper, conduit of fluffy weasels. <laughs> Jay Logan, conduit of queerness itself. Jayish wizard, the wizard of Jay. Jealous goddess cosplay. Jeff Clark. Jen. Jess. John Carey. John Potts. John Barnett. Joseph Tombrello. Josie, conduit of magic systems holding hands. I like the Jim and Jack. I don't care about your commentary. That's what they love. They love my comments. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Julian Phillips, conduit of fake movement. Just not Joan or Wrench Wench. Those aren't my name. <laughs> okay. Just a jester. Justin, conduit of those emotionally ruined by this season. He's too powerful now. Caster UK. Kate. Conduit of recurring regret. Kiefer Lowe. I see you, Kate. Nope. See, now I talked over your commentary. Oh. Keith, conduit of Prozac. Bitch, me too. 
Caladry as in Bellabry. So Caladry as in Bellabry Goodell. God damn it. As in good hell. So Caladry Goodell. Thanks. If you provide the phonetics, you have to do it. That's the rules. Keller Automat. Ken, conduit of finally writing this goddamn PhD dissertation. Kevin Dobbins. Kidney, conduit of obliviousness. Killer Cotton Shizno. Kaniku fan. Kitty foe. Not thing. Kodiak and Luke Albuquerque, conduit of good, good belly rubs. God, that'd be a good one. Corito Prime. Christina, conduit of the lawful Bozog barista afterlife itself. <laughs> Criterion, conduit of Caleb is my boy. Kyle Badzvik. Kyle, president of the Drop Goodwood fan club. The elections were fierce this year. <laughs> Lana Seawolf, lady of bones. Let me see that ass clap. Standing ovation. Let's stop reading names and banter for a while. Punish me, Skitch. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, what are you doing here? Lauren Hitchcock's The Birds, all Bozog remake, even human roles, Gates. Loki, Loki, reading Dr. Olivia Adler eulogy is Moose Fish. Is Moose Fish. I'm ignoring the very sad part to concentrate on what Moose is. Ludovico Limited. Luke Powers. Luther, conduit, long-time listener, first-time patron. Sorry for my... It- and they ran out of characters. I'm assuming Insolvency? Insolence? <laughs> <laughs> no one ever says insolence in real life. That's exclusively a villain thing. Your insolence. <laughs> M. Joe, or is it M. Joe? M. Joe, the cult of Gorfinax. Mighty the cat planeswalked to give Austin the Cassius Plague. He would. Cats would do that. Matt Lakeets is grateful for Dice Funk and New Century. Two excellent podcasts. Matt Luce. Matthew B. Hare. Matthew Schultz. Mauxie. <laughs> Conduit of Austin antagonizing Lauren in the credits. Yep. It's not just the credits. It's all life. All day. Maximum side boob three. The mystery of the third nipple. I may have woken Lauren up with 20 phone calls this morning. May or may not be just Ashley. Majin. Melbent. Melissa Nielsen. Mel Tyke. Punduit of bad jokes. Michael Grauman. Michael Hall. Midlife Stasis. Mika from Finland. Miles Funk, the dice punk in Rose, who is not an afterthought. Morgan Rapp. Mr. Willie Phoenix, Stephen Lesbian Seagull, Pooh Bear Shaker. My Valentine is postmodern artist Cy Twombly. Namita Aniskins. Conduit of failure itself. That was actually a uh, conduit someone was used for a player character on one season. If you're in the Discord, we've probably talked about that before. Nathaniel Homan. Nicholas Dominic. Nicole Woodruff. Nice person. No. Sorry. <laughs> I got distracted by the one underneath this. I know. Nina Person. Oi, Austin, when I eat that ass, should I use a fork and knife? Do not. Painful. Uh, Paye Rajberg, Rajberg. I'm just, I'm, I'm so sorry. The fork and knife really got me. Paul Mullen. Pixel Fool. Pocket Sundial. Preston Bowers. Brewer Holcomb. Puck. Conduit of large ambitions, but poor follow through. Same bitch. Raccoon Empire does not recognize the notorious possum insurgency. Oh no, politics. Get politics out of these credits. Oh no, the woodland creatures are fighting. Rain Raven. Random, conduit of Would You Like a Hug? Yes. Razumi Yazera. Robert Dakin. Robert E. Calf Baker, make 2020 the year of the Bozog. S. Kearney, the Trash Dragon. Oh, that's a good dragon variant. It's really easy to build up your horde. 
Salad Child. Salubrious Tim, conduit of safer work, Sasha-based fan fiction, alternate history. I appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, you. Sean Lyons-Burke. Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Simmons, conduit of harder slatty. I don't know. Is it pronounced slatty? Because that makes the, the harder daddy joke. I thought it was slatty because the two A's, but they're the toad guys from Planescape. Oh, okay. Because I don't even know what that is. I explained it to you on the show. Everyone heard it. I'm bad. <laughs> Shane Sedgwick. Shane Ware. Check out Embalmed Apple to support a new creator if you... And then it cuts off. And they ran out of... Yeah. Shocking Link, Yeeter of Nihilism. Hold on. I was adjusting my leg. Sir Octopus, conduit of chivalrous <laughs> civil applause. Socialism as party cohesion plus Soviet power. Victor Spakenstein. <laughs> it's still good. Starlight Glimmer did nothing wrong. Steph- Steph- Stefan Latour? Stefan Lund, conduit of a dark and stormy trail mix. <laughs> Sydney Marsing. Cyaretha's height for Borderlands 3. Uh, parentheses, Austin's adding this. Sorry about the guy who made it. What oh, a no. wanger. Tara, conduit of terrible puns. Lol. The big gay woobling sound. What? <laughs> I think that's just every word that comes out of your mouth. Oh, the big gay woobling yeah. sound. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. The ghost of Canadian Prime Minister Lester B. Pearson. The Had Cells. The murderous penguin who secretly lives in your sock drawer. The owl is feeling better now, thank God. Important update, breaking news. The owl is feeling better now. The Possum Kingdom Liberation Insurgency. That's important, all caps, the there, because apparently there's some uh, controversy over the legitimacy of the organization. The Precursor, which sounds like an ominous movie. The Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Marietta, Georgia. You get that one every time. <laughs> it's long. Tim Lutton. Toby Gleason Stack. Shiro Kuro, conduit of being back on one's own bullshit. Yeah. Trace Marzing. Transient passerby. Trevor S. Shit, it's last minute. What's a joke? Shay, Austin touched me in the Epcot and called me Cumberness. <laughs> okay, we're going to have to form an orderly line inside the Epcot ball. I'm, we're going to try to get through this as fast as possible. Everybody's really into it. Vigor Arnston. Was it inside the ball? I don't remember. I think so, because it's like on a ride. It's kind of like a little roller coaster, right? There's a lot of people on that ride. <laughs> That's what skirts are for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lauren's like, I've had sex before. <laughs> they know. Vigar Arnston. Victoria Melito, conduit of quietness. Should have done that one Victoria quiet. Valentine, I scream. Okay, Vinny. Oh, I'm still in quiet voice. Look what you've done, Victoria. Vinny, conduit of sleepy bitch disease. Busy Huggles, keep up the great work, y'all. Wolves in the bathroom. No. They get you. Ziphosaurus. Yeah. Zach Crenshaw. Z23619, conduit of ambiguous number sequences. Zoltar, the Viking death metal caterpillar, conduit of retribution. That's an NPC. Zun and you, thanks for playing. Oh, you're welcome. Brought to you by listeners like you. My favorite are the monarch caterpillars because uh-huh. it looks like they have the little gold. And then when they're when they make their chrysalis, it's like got like little gold, like shiny parts. It's wild. Anyways, monarchs are dope. That's the end of my PSA.
Look at these little nerds. Anyway, <laughs> that's the credits. What do we do? We did music's in the description. We already They're... said to follow everyone except for sketch.bandcamp.sketch.bandcamp.sketch.bandcamp.com. All the links are in the description. Pat Podbean, Google Play, YouTube, like us, comment. Just engage with the content. You know what I'm saying? Web 3.0. Yeah. En- engage with the content. That's what. Please. Yes. Give Austin money. He's so sad. I'm saving up for an Epcot trip, so everybody pitch in. <laughs> That's you know what happens at Epcot. You're not invited. <laughs> but they have great food. Nope, it's just Chris and Johnny and the listeners. <laughs> <laughs>